Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome to a solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and today I'm going to be sharing with you guys my blueprint to a chiseled set of six-pack abs. Now, before I dive into the episode, I do want to state that you should never base your self-worth off how you look or what your physique looks like and particularly around having visible abs because for a lot of people that set the goal of achieving visible abs, they get to the point where you know they've made that progress and they're happy with how they look but it's never really all it's kind of cracked up to be, right? Because you have to understand that when you are at very low levels of body fat percentage, you don't necessarily feel that great in terms of your actual energy levels and whatnot. And it obviously requires you to be in a calorie deficit, which we'll touch on in this episode. Um, And if you put too much focus on achieving this visible six pack or, you know, visible abs or whatever you want to refer to it as, you start to also lose sight on all the other important things. And I think after you listen to today's episode, you'll understand as well that it kind of just comes with the package, I guess you could say. It's not necessarily, uh, in my opinion, a, Uh, an incredible goal to have where you're putting all of your focus on just achieving this this one kind of appearance um, type thing in terms of having visible abs but in saying that I know a lot of people do have this goal and I wanted to give you guys a blueprint of how I think is the most effective way to achieve it Um, so let's dive in so firstly when I first started out my own health and fitness journey that was like my my core goal is to have visible abs, right? I never, I was always quite fit. I was always uh, training a lot. I was quite skinny and relatively lean through the the legs and arms, but I never had a, I never had good looking abs. And that was just a goal of mine to achieve it. And I put so much of my focus on that for so long. You know, I was overtraining, probably under eating, um, but I also was under the impression that the more abs work I did, the better that would look. So I was doing, you know, endless fucking core workouts, um, ab circuits, you know, sometimes multiple times a day, but literally every single day of the week, I was training my abs thinking that the more I did them, the better that would look. Firstly, it's very important to understand that I know a lot of people are probably listening going like, you know, I don't fucking have abs or whatever. Everyone has abs. Everyone has a core. And for most people that have never had that visible six pack, it purely comes down to the fact that either one, you don't have uh, your, your actual ab muscles are not developed enough so that when your body fat percentage is low enough that there's anything to really show for it or two, that you've just got a layer of body fat covering those abs, right? So every single person listening to this episode right now has abs, okay? So I wanted to state that before we start off. Um, but yeah, I was I was obsessed with trying to have visible abs. So um, endless ab workouts, my nutrition was not on point. Um, and I was very fixated on this one goal. And funnily enough, it wasn't until I kind of stepped away from really giving a shit about it 
that I actually had you know the best looking abs that I've ever have ever had sorry in terms of visually that is so there's a bit of a recipe in my opinion um, to achieve this visible six-pack look and I'm going to go over those steps now so I think the first thing to understand is that your abs are just like any other muscle group so you wouldn't go and do like a circuit for your chest every single day thinking that the more times you did that that somehow your ab, your chest would just look more you know defined or get bigger if you were overtraining them so you have to think about the fact that your core your abs is just like any other muscle group so you need to be looking at the frequency of how much you're training them um, the loads you're using the rep ranges and whatnot um, but also giving them enough time to recover they're obviously a bit of a smaller muscle group so they can tolerate a lot more volume um, and frequency compared to other muscle groups so think of your abs as similar type um, training frequency as like training calves or whatever second thing is that you are using your core in literally pretty much everything that you do okay so to stabilize your spine um, every single time you're doing compound movements you are engaging your core a lot i think there was a study i read once showing that um, you know pull-ups for example was more effective or stimulated the abs or the core more than a sit-up does, right? So anytime you're pressing overhead, doing compound movements that require stability, you are using your core. So that is the first kind of, that's what something that I think is very important to understand because I think a lot of people think that if you're not training your abs directly, you know, very often that you won't see progress, but that's just not the case because, you know, when I used to compete and I would get down to very low levels of body fat, some of the you know, some of the photos I've got from back then, my abs looked the absolute best when I, pun intended, when I was barely doing any direct ab training, to be perfectly honest. But the first step is making sure that you develop the ab muscles enough so that when you lose the body fat or reduce your body fat percentage enough that you have something to show for it. Because think about it like any other muscle group. So let's use chest again. Um, actually let's use shoulders so if i increase the muscle lean muscle tissue on my delts as i lose body fat my delts you know my shoulders are going to look more defined and you're going to create that illusion of muscle tone but if i never train my shoulders at all when i lose the body fat my arms are still going to look like shit because there's nothing underneath to show for it there's no real shape there so if you can develop the ab muscles then you are going to have visible abs at a higher body fat percentage. So you're not you're not going to have to get as lean. Whereas if you don't have much muscle tissue there, you're going to need to lose a lot of body fat in order to reveal them. So I think with the training side of things, you need to look at frequency. I think similar to any other muscle group, I typically keep my direct abs training or for clients that I work with online or in person anywhere between one to four times per week. I think any more than that is just unnecessary. Um, you know, if it's an area of focus for you, then, you know, I'd be looking at two to four times per week, um, giving them some time to recover in between. We also want to be looking at the loads we're using. So like any other muscle group, you want to overload the abs over time to give them a reason to change, a reason to grow. So giving them that stimulus, um, varied exercises, you know, targeting different um, angles, but also understanding that just doing sit-ups over and over again is typically just targeting the upper area or the upper region of your abs. So when I think of training abs, um, and maybe in this episode you can have a shot every single time I say abs because you'd be fucked up by now because I've said it that many times. But um, think of your core in sections, right? So you've got your upper abs, lower abs, um, obliques, and then I like to kind of just put the last little section as core. So that's like the inner core muscles, right? Transverse abdominus and whatnot. 
So when I am structuring a core workout, as I said, anywhere between one to four times per week, I typically do my core abs training in a circuit, but you can structure it just like anything else with rep ranges and sets and whatnot. Um, But I'm going to give you a quick example of how I would structure my abs workout. And, you know, I sent out an email to my free email list today. If you're not on it, um, there's a link in the show notes so you can subscribe to the email list. I'm going to be ramping up the amount of content I sent out. I send out on that. Um, all right, so I would typically structure this abs workout either in a circuit where you're doing anywhere between 30 to, 30 to 60 seconds per exercise, keeping rest time short between exercises and then resting for around 60 to 90 seconds between rounds, or like any other movement you would probably do in the gym, complete a number of sets. So it might be two to three sets with rep ranges, typically between 10 to 20 reps per exercise, making sure you're trying to overload those movements over time. But as I said, we have these segments or little sections of the abs, um, and that's how I like to structure my workout. So I typically start with the harder exercises first. Um, For lower abs, I think a lot of people struggle to develop lower abs, um, and that's mainly because people struggle to actually engage them. When you are doing direct abs training, you are using a lot of hip flexors, um, which a lot of people have tight hip flexors already. You know, whether it's just walking, sitting, running, whatever it may be, we use our hip flexors a lot. So mobility is a big issue here as well. So if you've got tight hip flexors, if you've got you know anterior pelvic tilt, then I would be looking at trying to improve your mobility and lengthen out those hip flexors to the point where you can actually get your pelvis and hips in the right position to engage the core in the first place. But for this example here, we're going to use what we use we'll use eight different exercises so we're going to do two exercises for each little section as i've mentioned already so starting with the lower abs uh we'll pick two exercises now some examples of lower abs might be hanging knee raises reverse crunches um lying leg raises alternating leg raises but to engage lower abs i think a really important um, cue is to think about shortening the distance between your ribs and your hips so you want to think about rolling the hips up towards the ribs, the opposite of when you do a crunch where you're engaging the upper abs. Focusing on all your direct ab exercise, you really want to think about the contraction of the muscle. So I think exhaling on every contraction, trying not to use any momentum um, and really trying to get that mind-muscle connection. So I would start off with two lower ab exercises. Um, Let's just say hanging knee raises and alternating lying leg raise. So again, you might be doing them in a circuit. You could be doing rep ranges here. Um, As I said, there's a couple of different options, but completely up to you. I would then typically go on to the upper abs for another two exercises there. So let's say weighted crunch or just a regular crunch. Um, I prefer crunches over sit-ups, to be honest. Um, I just find the sit-up, you end up using a lot of momentum, a lot of back, even like lower back to get all the way up. And, And once you're sitting in the full upright position, you're not having to actually contract the abs anyway. So the crunch, in my opinion, uh, is better for mind-muscle connection. Um, but yeah, for those exercises, it might be a weighted crunch. could be a decline um, crunch. It could be toe touches, um, you know, rope crunch where you're adding some form of load. There's so many different exercises you can do, right? Um, but they're probably the two that I would stick with most. So that was the weighted crunch and a decline sit-up. Um, they're probably my go-to. I really am able to focus on mind-muscle connection and find those to be quite effective. Then we would move on to the obliques, Um, another two exercises there. So there's so many different exercises you could think of, let's say bike crunch, um, heel taps, Russian twists, cable wood chops, um, even side planks with a a hip drop to the floor. 
There's so many different exercises. Oblique crunches, again, there's all, all different exercises that you can do for these different sections, and you need to find which one um, suits you best or the one that you enjoy and that you're going to stick to and be able to overload over time um, that you actually feel your abs or core working. And then I would round off the abs slash core workout with two more, uh, two of kind of core or inner core exercises. So stability, things like transverse abdominus and whatnot. So some of my go-tos are very basic, but it might be like a plank or a weighted plank. Um, it could be a V-sit. Um, a pal-off press is one that I'm really enjoying lately for stability. You're also engaging the glutes a little bit there, and um, it's very good in terms of athletic performance as well for stabilizing the hips. So that's how I would structure it. You know, I'd have, and you might do, you might even just do one exercise from each section, but if you're really trying to focus on building up your abs and your core, then two exercises from the upper, lower obliques, and then uh, inner core muscles. Again, setting them up in a circuit or having the given you know sets and reps and making sure you're overloading over time. As I said, frequency any time, anywhere between one to four times per week. Now, the last piece of the puzzle, the last piece of the recipe is the food. Again, pun intended. Um, you need to make sure you are eating in a slight calorie deficit because to reveal your abs, again, as I said, every single person listening has abs. A lot of people just have too much body fat, um, which is covering the abs to, to make them not visible. So to be eating in a slight calorie deficit, so anywhere below maintenance, I would recommend two to 500 calories below maintenance. And for those that don't know what a calorie deficit is, it just means that you are expending more energy than you're taking in. Okay, so you're burning more calories than you are consuming consistently um, on a consistent basis, sorry. So two to 500 calories below your maintenance, making sure you're eating enough protein. So my recommendation is usually two grams of protein per kilo of, per kilo of body weight. Um, and that's it, guys. That's the fucking blueprint. It's not that hard. Um, you know, if this is a focus of yours, get these things in place. Be consistent. Be patient. And over time, you will have visible abs. You have a visible chiseled six-pack. So like any other muscle group, I will add that to build a muscle, it typically happens when you are either at maintenance or in a slight calorie surplus, so when you're in your gaining phase. So again, if it's never been a focus of yours to build the muscles on your abs, then maybe it should be because there was times where I got very lean, but I just didn't have very well-developed abs in the first place. So there wasn't much to see, wasn't much to show for it once I got lean enough. But it's a very simple process. Um, I hope this episode is kind of get, giving you some clarity around how to achieve this look. As I said right at the start, don't don't base your whole self-worth off having visible abs because it's really not that important, I don't think. Um, but if it's a goal of yours, and it's definitely achievable and hopefully these steps and tips help you guys out. So thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Um, hope you've enjoyed this little solo round and it's been a value to you if you think it is. We'd love for you to share it with a friend. Um, we'll take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. I'd love to hear your feedback um, and have more people gain some value from listening to this episode. So thank you guys. Hope you have a great day and uh, I'll chat to you guys again soon.